Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bam from Ringside and Glory Pro Wrestling present 83 Weeks Live. Eric Bischoff and Conrad Thompson bring their hit podcast live to St. Louis off-Broadway music venue on the corner of Limp and Broadway. Bischoff will be telling you stories that you've never heard before, and Conrad Thompson will be there to get his goad. Also performing will be Nathan Orton. Yes, that Orton. He'll be performing, opening the show uh, with his comedy set that is sure to leave you in stitches. I have seen it before, and I promise everybody it is very funny. VIP tickets are available and will include a personal meet and greet with Eric and Conrad that includes pictures and autographs, early entry in the seat in the first five rows. For tickets, go to www.offbroadwaystl.com. Also, 83weeks.com. That's spelled out, 83weeks.com. Come and see us on February 23rd. We're going to have a blast. It's that Tonight on the Band for Ringside podcast, we have Becky Lynch versus the McMahon-Helmsley regime. Uh, the Retro Boys, Jeff Jarrett, and the Road Dog Jesse James versus Elias. Velveteen Dream challenging Johnny Gargano for his North American Championship. That and a whole bunch more tonight on the Band for Ringside podcast. Didn't take me seven times that time. No, one shot, baby. That was sweet. Ditch that 9 to 5. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks, and welcome to the Band from Ringside podcast. As always, I am your host, Bill Vagy, a.k.a. Indiana Jones and Alaska Fabe. <laughs> and to my right, okay. not as always, Two Beer Zach Pullman is not here tonight. He's a little under the weather, but we have JCB sitting to my right. What's going on, JCB? Allow us to pull down the good book of the Band from Ringside podcast, volume 94, chapter 3. Verse 14, and the good smart saith, hashtag boo the heels. It is all good, baby. Shout out to my girl, Becky Balboa, who is live in, in the studio, studio with us. She will be joining Ooh, us new. for the week. Yeah, she is a real deal Holyfield. There is plenty of cameras to prove it. Love you, babe. Um, shout out to Two Beer. Get well. Um, kind of a, a weird kind of week. Not much to talk about, but we, we kind of put some slap some stuff together. We're going to make it happen this week. And to his right, we have Murray, the Murray Man Murray. What's going on, Murray Man Murray? I'm doing great as usual. Hey, what? make sure to go on uh, ProWrestlingTees.com and check out our shirts. Hell put yeah. It, put, it, put us over on we've uh, got We've got three shirts. There you go. Put us yeah. on uh, social yeah. media. Put us over. Okay. Well, on Twitter, Periscope, all um, and Instagram, at BFRPod. Uh, YouTube is live right now. That's banned from ringside on YouTube. Also Facebook and friends from BFR. Oh, that's fun. It's so much fun. Say, ladies and gentlemen, there's really no excuse for not joining us on a week-to-week basis. There's Even not. if you don't listen, you can watch and look at how sexy Murray Man looks with his new hair. Murray Man, show, show the peeps the new haircut. Actually, no, I, let him do it. You said it let was nice. It. You don't say nothing. <laughs> you don't, yeah, that's good way to say. You don't, you and the man was sitting over here two Everybody minutes ago. You. See, my hair is over as fuck. Okay, I put guys over. 
Not on the air. On the air, I make fun of them. Guys, that's good radio. <laughs> I'm going to defend, defend this man. Ladies, he's out there waiting for you, okay? I am. Orange hair. Uh, well, we are coming at you from the exquisite <laughs> Shock City Studios in St. Louis, Missouri. We got Andre, Andrew Bushway turn the knobs for us. He's our favorite engineer at Shock City. Mr. Fuck Wally Pimps in the house? Fuck Sam. Fuck Rich Harris. Man, wow. oh. all those guys, they're not as cool as Andrew Bushway. He is the man. Woo. Is there something else I was forgetting, Murray? Uh, I don't think, I, I mean. Did you say fuck The YouTube Sam? channel? I said the YouTube channel. All right, cool. We're uh, live as hell. Uh, before before we get into uh, all the, the stuff that happened say. in the week, uh, we got to talk about that day one-ish sponsor, that Soul Taco. They got two food trucks driving on the St. Louis, Missouri area. They got a place in the Del Mar Loop, Chesterville, Missouri, Columbia, Missouri, two places in Chicago. One of them's in River North. The other one's in Hyde Park. Go get yourself some Soul Taco. If you guys like that exquisite, mm. delicious, Mm-mm. Mexican fusion, Mexican Korean fusion food. They got those tacos, those burritos, that spicy pork shit, all that steak. Oh my God, the waffle fry pot goji bowls, the pot stickers. Mm. Go get yourself some soul taco. Tell them the band from Ringside sent you. Tell Sing them that we're a, they're a friend of the show, they're a sponsor of the show. They've we been there, there for lunch today. You guys went to Soul Taco today? Of course we did. You I didn't could- get. Did you not get me a burrito? I'm sorry. Did did you invite me to our second sponsor? Oh. That second sponsor is JJ Twigs. I was there last week before <laughs> the Super Bowl. <laughs> I go there all the time. And, 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 for the record, Twigs. we saw each other at that same said Super Bowl party. Yep. We yeah. were there. Yeah. Yes. We, yeah. Were, we sat next to each other at the Super Bowl party. Thanks uh, for the early invite, by the way. Uh, I... Went and got some J.J. Twigs pizza, J.J. Twigs pizza. Uh, it's the best St. Louis pizza going around, guys. They have their own menu that's separate from other J.J. Twigs. Each place is a franchise. J.J. Twigs in Southampton, I've been to a bunch of them. This one is the best. I recommend the Super Mario or the Chow Bella. The Chow Bella, I know, you know, I seem like a meat eater. The Chow Bella is a vegetarian one, but I'm telling you, it's fire. It's garlic and artichoke hearts and all that good stuff. So go get yourself, go get yourself some JJ Twigs on Southampton. And without further ado, let's get to our three count. What you got, JCB? Uh, Starting at the top, uh, the man makes more news. Becky Lynch. Getting invited to Monday Night Raw, surprisingly so, considering that she tapped out to Asuka, which conveniently has disappeared in two weeks, but that's another story for another time. Confronted by Triple H this time around after laying out Stephanie a week ago, now Triple H. Well, that was on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting that shit. Damn. Okay, Raw. She, led, sorry, she led, led off Raw and, and SmackDown. Smackdown. Damn, that's crazy. Which okay. is what they call... The jetpack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, okay. if you could put a jetpack to anybody, that's Becky Lynch, I guess. Okay, you so lead, Raw, I apologize. You I lead apologize. off Raw and SmackDown. Raw, she knocks out uh, Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> so Stephanie McMahon is making 
a demand out of Becky Lynch at this point. Clearly, Becky is hurt, uh, depending on who you believe, what you see. There is a knee injury, whether it's real or it is a work, depending on who you believe, what you have read. Um, I think it is a real deal, Holyfield, but I've read other things that the, the knee is being protected because it's supposedly the other knee, whatever the case may be. It doesn't matter. <laughs> At the end of the day, Stephanie makes the demand of now you must be cleared by the doctors or we're going to take away your WrestleMania match with Ronda Rousey. Obviously, Becky Lynch being burned by doctors before with the Nia Jax uh, knockout punch is not necessarily too keen on coming up to any WWE doctor and trying to get cleared. So Becky quickly refuses to do so. There is some words exchanged so finally stephanie at no recourse says hey you know what you don't want to get cleared by the doctors there's going to be no wrestlemania match and becky lynch basically warned her at one point i will not be responsible for my actions and clearly was not responsible for actions drops stephanie like a bad habit flips security over like they owe her money and then proceeds to clear out the rest of the ring so now we have a problem where stephanie is struck which i have to kind of go back for 30 seconds when ronda rousey is defending stephanie mcmahon about being you know professional and all this other nonsense how so quickly we forget that ronda rousey walking in the door was beating steph up like a little rag muffin you know i didn't forget a year ago when ronda rousey was entering this beautiful world we call wwe no stephanie starts taking bumps around wrestlemania okay so stephanie shane everybody if you're a big man and able to do so triple h obviously might not be able to do so So but this is your time of the year to take a bump go ahead i mean so she came out the next night and then she hit triple h too well uh, i mean triple h kind of said what becky doubters becky haters whatever word you want to use this is their thing you know you're scared because ronda rousey's gonna beat you you're scared because the knee is you know you don't you don't want this to be a scenario where the knee is going to cost you the the match itself or the knee might um be a significant factor in losing this match anyway triple h did a good way of stirring the pot like triple h does god bless him for it this is as much as we hate the mcmahon helmsley you know the regime regime but i was gonna go with a different word um authority the, the, the authority figure thank you we hate it but if you put it in the right spots and you do it sparingly it works so, I this mean, ultimately, you thought they were both good segments. I thought they were both good segments. I mean, th- I just wish that they wouldn't have both been leading off both segments. And then at some point, you have to bring Asuka back into this. Because, I mean, Asuka somewhere has to fit. I mean, I don't know. Murray, what do you think? Uh, I, it's weird, too, because Stephanie and Triple H, in a weird way, weren't being full-on heels. If anything, they're looking out, quote-unquote, for her health. Uh, but, but... It's a McMahon Holmesley thing. Tris was so, showing his ass a little bit. Well, and he, she had just yeah. she had just knocked her, you know, his wife out the night before. So he was a little heated on top of that. Okay, so, but, but nonetheless, but, but nonetheless, but what do we, we say? What do we, what do we always? What does he always say? I'll do what's best yeah. for business. Right. And I'm not saying that he's obviously been a hypocritical many times before. I'm not going to sit up here and say he's not doing it here. But I don't think one has anything to do with the other. They're trying to like hold her back, which we've seen in the past, and they've done it 
excellent, excellently in the past where they're holding her down, telling her she can't have it, telling her she can't have it. Not her specifically, but other wrestlers in the past. And that's all that's doing is making all of us, including the rest of the fans, just want her to to explode and 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 you know show off all of the colors she has because yeah, it's a great segment. I I, I mean. I agree with Murray. Like, I don't think that either one of them was being very heelish, and I think that was by design. They have a long way to go to get to WrestleMania, and they might be having... There's all sorts of ways that they can go with this angle. I think that... Go if, ahead. Go ahead, finish. If there's six weeks left to WrestleMania, which yeah. there's something like this, six, six or seven weeks, so there's no reason to blow your wad right at the beginning. Right. So let's tell this story at the beginning where... Becky is being pushed down. Right. Like if she's going to eventually take the belt from Ronda and be on Raw, I don't think there's any doubt that she's going to be on Raw for the next year. I mean, she she's, should. She's the it, hottest shit in wrestling, and especially if Ronda is truly going to go off and try to get pregnant or whatever the case may be, they're going to boost the ratings with her anyways on Raw. But I don't think this, this is a chance. I don't to think do that it. Stephanie was being heelish. I think that the only time no. that Triple H came off as being heelish was when he's looked to the crowd and said, "This isn't about you guys either. This is about us." They, and they've got it in their blood to be kind of heelish no matter what. So right. No, that that whole back end part when he was making it, trying to turn it on Becky Lynch was the heel part of it. Yeah, but it, she didn't fight it that much though either. That she didn't. She didn't okay, fight it that but, much. But that doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that he's incorrect. You know what I'm saying? But just the fact that he kind of dosed her with a nice little. Uh, when he when he when he said to her, he goes, "You know, I never really got it, but now I think I get it." And that's when you remember that Triple H knows how to fucking tell a story, man. It's not It's not so much that he knows how to cut a promo. And people were talking about how that, that was a great Triple H promo, that was a bad Triple H promo. It didn't really seem like a promo to me. That that was that was him, t- like, furthering the story. And that's when Triple H really is at his best. So everybody that's out there that fucking hates Triple H and hates WWE and all this stuff, that's how you get somebody over so that they get to the top of the world. Look where the story is right now. Like, I mean, granted, Becky Lynch is is a magnet for anything amazing in, in WWE right now. But if if both of those storylines are, are are intriguing enough that we're talking about it as you know the first segment of this tonight, so well, well it's a pretty big deal when yeah. when Becky opens up Raw and SmackDown. Exactly, like, that's pretty rare. That's a Stone Cold thing again. Okay, it's and a Stone, Stone Cold, Cold thing th- again. Exactly, you. I was getting ready to say it, it's, and, and that's I, what I don't like about it. Oh, no, man, come on, come on. Because they're not, they're not stop. doing a carbon copy Stone Cold it's thing. It's not a carbon copy. They're, that's true. It's wrestling, so they always kind of have to re re uh, cycle some things from time to time. But you also have to remember, like if they're recycling something from twenty two years ago. Maybe everybody watching doesn't remember it. Well, and the teenagers <laughs> like maybe it's that are just, into it. And- maybe it's just uh, maybe it's just something that's tried and true. And maybe the fifteen-year-olds that watch it don't. Maybe the, maybe they weren't. They've only twenty-two watched- years old when they watched it the first time. Like some people network, I know, you know, <laughs> they watched it on the network and they didn't actually see. Maybe they did. Maybe you know. So okay, 
They bought his T-shirt. And okay, don't know well then, then, about then why. I guess this is why we're going to have the triple threat match. Because I mean, I it, hope it's not a triple threat match. But I, you, you see this coming, all, right? First of all, the the leg thing is is a is a work. Yeah, it has to be. She's not hurt. No, I mean, which I leg think, is it? Yeah, right. <laughs> I know she's bad, she's bad at limping. And <laughs> I think, when no, she walked out from Triple no, H, I think tonight, Stephanie she, kicked the wrong leg <laughs> in the in the segment. That's well, why she was like, ah, when she walked out when she walked away from Hunter the other night in SmackDown. Yes, she wasn't limping at all. Like she's. Not hurt. No, and they're going to bring that up. But th- I mean, that's not the problem. The, the, I mean, there there is no problem. They're just trying to sell something that's seven weeks away, and it might take them a little while. And if they have to recycle or just kind of reuse something that happened before, the Stone Cold thing ain't the worst thing to reuse, especially with a woman well, in 2019. And if they were to just throw that scenario onto anybody, it wouldn't work. She's like. Stone Cold and the Undertaker I kind of wish because she can run with it that's fair this is nitpicky uh oh I kind of wish that Hunter would have sold the punch a little bit more yeah me too but I mean he got beat up by Ronda at Wrestlemania so that's fine no I'm not saying he's a sexist or anything I just I just wish (laughs) he would have sold the punch a little bit you wish that she oh racist against Irish people you wish that Becky would have hit Triple H like Nia hit (laughs) R-Truth So that's a real thing, huh? Like she actually—I don't know. It's according to Twitter and the internet. It's a real thing. It, it depends. It's real enough for me, bro. There we go. But then Nia had the picture with her and our truth after the fact, hugging it out. Of course they okay, did. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. You be look. It's her truth. That is a porn hub thumbnail. I would not click on somewhere in the middle. That's all I'm going to say about that. I would click on it too. (laughs) Yeah, because we—I want to know. I'm about to say. I'm sorry. I'm just nosy like that. (laughs) Uh, Bottom line: uh, Is Becky versus? Is it going to be Becky versus Rousey, or is it going to be Becky versus Rousey versus Charlotte? Unfortunately, if you had to put your money right now, it's going to be a triple threat. Let's all throw down a dollar right now. I'll put down triple threat. You think a triple threat? Yeah. I don't. I don't. It, necess- doesn't, it does not need to be a triple threat. I don't. I don't. I'll I agree. Stretch. I don't think it should be. I'll but I'm a, not completely uh, against it because I love all three of them. I'll take a one on one because I think what they're going to is that it's going to be Charlotte versus Becky in a in one in one of the run up pay per views. So we're doing a Daniel Bryan angle. Yes. Yep. See, does it see? Never mind. I don't, that's that's going to be a whole nother tangent. I ain't going to show my ass because my baby's here. And that's going to bring it to our two counts. What you got, Murray, man? Well, for the first time in 20 years in the WWE, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Now, this is big news. Made his man, in-ring the- debut in tw- the first time in 20 years. This is big news. They came out doing the uh, who's, Where's My Baby Tonight or whatever the song was. <laughs> Road Dog made an appearance for the first time since, what, Raw 25 or whatever it was. It was um, right the, the week before. As the roadie. As the roadie. Um, so, anyways, they go in and they're doing their song and they get... Interrupted, of course, by Elias, who now all of a sudden is heel again. Yeah, he's a heel. You know, he's which, the modern day big show. Yeah, they're just flipping him left and right. Um, anyway, so they're going back and forth, uh, and then Jared decides now. And and I want to put out there that Jeff Jarrett, considering the fact that I'm not, I've never been a huge fan of Jeff Jarrett. I'm not. I don't think he's the worst ever, but he just has always annoyed the shit out of me. He mm-hmm. actually looked pretty good for I being over admit, fifty. He, he didn't look that bad. He didn't look that bad. He wasn't wrestling bad, but anyways, he he calls Elias out for a one-on-one match. They start a lot of Irish whips and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. Right. They were, they were <laughs> he, looked, he looked good though. He, yeah, he, you know, say, he's let's, let's not act like he's Zack Saber Junior. in this bad boy. <laughs> well, no, I never fucking said that. But oh, uh, that Zack Saber Junior. match this week was good. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so they're they're getting into it and. Uh, 
you know, the the tomfoolery <laughs> starts and then Road Dog gets in the ring after everything's pretty much said and done and you know, they get the the spot with the the uh, guitar on Elias which didn't bust, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. Um, and yeah, so I don't know if they're actually going forward with some type of feud with these guys or if they're maybe cause Jeff Jarrett, I mean, that was last year was hall of fame, right? Yeah. Jeff Jeff Jarrett. So they're not really pushing Jeff Jarrett for a hall of fame thing or anything for WrestleMania. So I, I you think he'll get a, you think they're going to have Jeff Jarrett in fucking WrestleMania this year? No, I don't think. I pre-show. Think, uh, no, they're not. They would not use Jeff Jarrett on a pre-show. The he Andre just, the Giant battle royale. <laughs> He just he just wouldn't be there, dude. I mean, not a, I'm, I, I've been I, thinking that since he's I been think, back. I think they're using him just to kill time on Raw, which is not the worst way to use somebody no, when no, no. Raw has been so boring for so off. Uh, like, and for, that was a hot thing for a second when when twenty years ago when he was doing Double J, people hated it, but they loved it. Like, you know, he was don't piss me off. You know, well, that was I guess a little later, but Jeff Jarrett's a very average. Hall of Famer. Yeah, and like, who thinks he's Ric Flair's Hall of Fame status. Thank you. That's my problem with that dude. Me too. Okay. Me too. He's always had that up. Man, like, I'm sorry. Not just a character There's thing one guy that fade. does the strut. There's one guy that does a strut that with blonde hair. And as much as you might want to be Ric Flair, use the you know the figure four as the finisher. Guess who you ain't, player? Yeah, no. You ain't Ric Flair. Not never. As much as you want to be on your worst given day coming from TNA or wherever the fuck you come from, GFW, get the fuck out of here, man. Fuck Jeff Jarrett. I'm sorry. That dude annoys <laughs> the dog fuck me out too, of me. Man. I'm not the fact lie. that you have Elias that like literally two months ago we were sitting here and we were sitting here saying how Elias was getting ready to break out and be that guy. All you had to do was put him in a spot and he was going to be the next big baby face. And now we got him fucking feuding with because Road of Dog a, and Jeff Man. Because Get the of a fuck guitar. Here, dude. Because of Who a can, guitar. Okay. That's the only reason they're putting those guys together. So 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 let me get this straight. You want to so see, let me get this straight. You want to see me get Jason Man? Yes, I do. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> go Jason. ahead, man. Go ahead. Let's get it over with. We Eli- gotta, go Eli- ahead. Elias went over clean. I know, man. Dog. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> and there's the cherry. That's the cherry on top of this motherfucker. The, the guy that you just got finished shitting on a week ago. Went who, over Queen the who, week. Me? No, I'm talking about WWE. Oh, he, got, okay. All he, right. he shitted on him the week before. I mean, and I, then I, the week after he goes over Queen. Wait, Man, to, get this 50-50 bullshit out of here. I, there I, shouldn't even, if you're gonna do it, then just have Elias <laughs> go over Queen all the fucking time. It's Jeff Jarrett. I know he's a fucking Hall of Famer, but why is he out there now at this point? Is to get the next guy over. Outside of that, you can do your they cheap put him over. on the Kurt Angle. They had did no this week. The week before they didn't. They'll put him over. They're going to put him over. No, you over. should do it every fucking time. If you want to waste my time and put this shit up for 5, 10, 15 minutes, that's your business, but then do it the right fucking way. Having a serious conversation about Elias, though, I don't think there's any indication. <laughs> well, that was pretty serious. There's any, indi- <laughs> there's any indication to me that Elias is going to have a good 2020, though, either, because like, there's no... There, there's been no indication that Elias is actually going to get a push in 2020 where he gets the U.S. or he gets. I, I mean, Elias going his ceiling to, is a mid card title. Oh, I, I like to me his ceiling's not a mid card title. Too. I think that Vince's ceiling right is a now he is. Yes, I think if he went, to, I think if he went to SmackDown, he could get the U.S. or something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he is a, the U.S. slash 
Intercontinental you Champion what, at that, some future that point. Ma- that match he had this week, and this has always been my. Uh, this has always been my. Uh, theory, bone of contention. No, not bone of contention. He's always winded. Who? Oh, Elias. Yeah. Yeah. He got, he got winded after fighting Jeff Jarrett. Or he got not. I'm sorry, not Jeff Jarrett. He got uh, winded this week fighting uh, Billy Joel and Kid Rock. <laughs> like oh. was that was that the match that was this oh. week? <laughs> <laughs> no, fighting them old dudes. You're gonna get winded, dude. Dude's 29 years old. He's a rock star. God damn it. Do some cardio, bro. He's cardio is all in his in his wrist and his fingers drumming the way <laughs> the guitar. He's Des- getting better at that. Deciding which that. day he's a bad guy. I, I was about to say, no, he's not. I play guitar also. His guitar is always out of tune. I've always said <laughs> I can't a little better. I can't you tell when he first came in. I he was brutal. I can't tell if his guitar is out of tune on purpose or on accident. No, it's it's, it's got to be on purpose. It's got to be. No way. Hey, hot take. That album was garbage. You listen Did he to actually the album? come out with an album? I skipped through, like, I started whoa, whoa, each song. Whoa, whoa, whoa. See, uh, uh, that, that's a whole... Man, go ahead. Go to I'm the a fucking go, Mark. What go, do you want me to go do? Go to the three count, because that's a whole... You guys think we're made the time? <laughs> go to the three count. Let's go to our three count. <laughs> three count's going to be uh, NXT. Uh, NXT had a fun halftime heat, which I watched because I had to leave the that party. awesome. I had to leave the party that I was at to I go home it. and take my... Take my dog out. I so, watched it at the party. Brian was looking at me. He's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "You watch it at the party." Yeah, I, I love the party. We're at the same party. I know. I'm not watching Maroon Five. <laughs> you just should that. Fuck you just should come home with me because I was going cigarettes. to. I was going to, but I was like, "Eh, he's already out the door." Should we all take our shirts off to make uh, the show better? Since halftime sucks so bad, he it was take his off. super fun. Um, and NXT this week, Gargano and Ciampa were out. They were talking to each other, and Velveteen Dream came out, and Velveteen Dream won the uh, the thing where he got the challenge for when worlds collide uh, tournament. Yeah, when world, worlds collide ta- so tournament, good. he beats uh, Tyler Bate to get a shot at oh, wait, any sorry. championship. Spoiler alert, everybody! Spoiler alert. Go ahead. Is that what? Is has it not aired? It has aired. I haven't seen it, but I, this was this. <laughs> You can't say spoiler alert about something that's already aired. I know. Well, I'm just saying. God forbid if you're like me and you haven't seen it. No, the only thing that I get mad about is when people spoil stuff that hasn't aired. Yeah. But if you spoil something that's already aired, that that's on you. Okay. The okay. guy in Game of Thrones dies. Oh, dude, he died dude, horribly. Dude, come on, man. Oh, guys, eyes peeled okay, out. Okay, okay. Never mind. This, that, I'm getting ready to sidetrack this. <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? We're talking about the Mountain versus the Viper, really? right? That's what we're talking about? I don't even know. Yes. I don't watch it. Yeah, but so, get us back on track. Velveteen Dream comes out. So, <laughs> Velveteen Dream comes out, and instead of saying to Ciampa that I want the NXT championship, he says to Gargano that I want the North American championship, and he gave some light reasoning to it. Um... Uh, Really, what it is, there was no kayfabe style, kayfabe style to kayfabe it. Style. Uh, it was we want to get Velveteen Dream and Gargano in a match together because we haven't really seen it yet in, on a big stage. Uh, even though Velveteen Dream, but he said, "I've already fought Champa. What I want is your shit, Gargano." So it was a great promo segment. Yeah, I mean, it's Velveteen Dream. It's hard not to be. Well, it's Velveteen Dream, Gargano, and Champa in one spot. All of them, mics. all of them are great, and th- those are the three best guys in NXT. You know what I like about NXT? The everything. Fact that, well, yeah, <laughs> I was say but everything. As, as far as, as pertaining to what we're talking about, 
Velveteen Dream is significantly taller, taller than Gargano, and they're not playing the size card like they would on the main roster. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't give a not, flying no, fuck. No, it doesn't matter. The weight I classes. Love it. I fucking love Man, it. Man, speaking of uh, NXT, and we'll go back to Velveteen Dream, this week Matt, or Drew Gulak had two matches, one against this motherfucker named Aaron <laughs> Erica. I didn't see it, but he's blowing up. Hagen Boogen or whatever his name is. <laughs> All over the internet that right now. That guy fucking ruled. <laughs> Apparently, and yeah. then Matt Riddle oh, came out, on. and Matt Riddle, no, come Drew. On. I've always been a Drew Gulak mark. No, I'm, yeah, he's uh, great. Drew Gulak. I'm totally agreeing with you. And Drew Gulak okay. had, yeah, that's, thir- that's had a 30 minute segment on NXT this week where he had two matches, one against Eric uh, Bugenhagen or what? Bugenhagen, right? Yeah, I guess. And then he had another one against Matt Riddle, and Matt Riddle versus him was also great. That was a good match. And Drew Gulak is the man. So oh, yeah. going back to where we were talking about. Um, do you, th- I mean, we have, this is not going to make it to the next takeover. So we're going to have no, no, Velveteen this, Dream this versus Gargano. In two weeks. By the time. Uh, on TV, God which once him. again makes NXT <sighs> the best promotions going. Because they're, they're booking it right too, because it's not like it's coming out of nowhere. NXT comes. Do you and agree that it's night- the best promotion going? Uh, as far as what I watch, because I, you know, unfortunately I don't watch as much of some of the other promotions as I should. It's my favorite wrestling I watch and have ever watched. As far as the big the big top. You know, All right. So let's promotions. let's talk to Jason who watches everything. Everything. <laughs> we kind of touched on this last week too a little bit. Everything. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. to pick up Jason the other day from a back alley where he was watching guys wrestle on a Dirty matches. Yeah, it was. It was a and it, they, they put on four stars, bed, right? Though, yeah. like, no, it was a great match. Mm-hmm. I was about to say I, I should have charged money for it. Um, it honestly, it, with with New Japan kind of taking a step back, at least roster wise, when you lose, you can't lose Kenny Omega, the Bucks, Cody, whomever, Hangman Page, whomever leaves, whatever the case may be, and not take a step back. That being said. If you put roster for roster, the NXT roster is as good as anybody's roster. And I'm talking about ROH, New Japan. But even uh, booking. Booking, same way. It's it's going to be... I was, I'm interested to see how New Japan books the rest of the year because there's a lot of things they're getting ready to do, especially with Naito trying to be well, a double champion or whatever the case may be. But... As it stands right now, it's hard for me to make a case against NXT being the number one quote-unquote brand. It's just they don't do a lot of talking, which is one – like remember when TNA first came out? And they said the whole thing was going to be total nonstop action. There was going to be less talk, more wrestling, and there was a little bit of that. But then is they, that what it stood for? Total nonstop action? Yeah. yeah. Look um, at you. You just learned something today. And I was, TNA, I baby. So anyways. I was so ass. So, well. Uh, <laughs> but they, they, and then they started getting into that where all it was was talk. Hogan took over and all they did with it was talk spots. And then, you know, it, with NXT, they literally talk this much, very, very little. And they tell every single story as vibrantly as you could possibly tell a story in that ring every week, every takeover. I don't, in my personal opinion, no one can fucking touch NXT. I, I, I mean, significantly for the last five, six, seven years. I always think about NXT no, like, okay, hang on, let's not go that far. It's, now. It's, 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 the stars it's, that are giant now on the main roster because live. of it. I mean, I always think about it like this: it's not live. True. It's True. only one hour a week. Uh, That's part of the nobody watches an NJPW 
hour-long show per week. Right. They watch events. So if you only got to watch Seth Rollins wrestle a couple middle matches per year and then five huge matches a year, wouldn't you think the same way about Seth Rollins that you do about Tommaso Ciampa? No doubt. Well, yeah. There'd be no doubt about it. Well, look, look where Seth Rollins came from before, or after Ring of Honor and all that. Like, sure. He went to NXT and became yeah, a fucking first giant NXT star. champion. Exactly. I, I love Naito. Jason loves Naito more than e- even I do. Okay, so I love uh, I don't Okada. watch that much in, in JPW. I, I love Okada. Naito. I watch Okada. I watch every single G1 match with Okada. So I watch about 10 matches. I watch 13 Okada matches a year. You know, when you watch Raw, you watch 40 Seth Rollins matches a year. Yeah. And they're not even, he's not even trying his hardest or he, he I mean, there'd be no reason for him to try his hardest every single match because he wants to save it for the big stuff. Raw and SmackDown is a TV show, though. That's the difference. It's Raw is the variety show, and right. that's that's why I was saying well, when yeah. we were at Tenders uh, on Monday night, like Heavy Machinery was in that um, that Fatal 4-Way or whatever, uh, and, uh, Quagmire. They've already taken away their first names. Did they, they fucking been really? on the roster their yet? La- their, sorry, their last names. Yeah, they, they're down oh to one name, Otis and Tucker. Otis about and say Tucker. They, they, they've been on the main roster a good three weeks, and we've already stripped them of their Fuck identity. Sake. That's Vince, man. God bless him. But, uh, like, Hunter. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> that's a different story. That's, that's, that dude uh, had three names. Yeah, right? They're not even his fucking name. Well, <laughs> well I guess they they married it to Triple H, so I guess. His real name's John Paul. <laughs> we neutered him, too. Two names. Heavy Machinery is the type of team that makes sense on Raw because they they're like a comedy variety tag team. They're a great wrestling team. Yeah, they're not like the Usos morphed into a great wrestling team that are that now could do well on the mic. Tucker's got Marty Jannetty written all over him though. Otis Otis is the star. Yeah, oh yeah, Otis is is going to be around, man. He'll be around for a long time. Unfortunately, because okay, just, wait, wait, wait. Just because he's having sex with Manny Rose does not does not make Otis? him a star. Yes, what? that's real. You guys didn't know that. No. You guys are asleep at the wheel. Yes, Otis is dating Mandy Rose. Did he just leave? Yeah, he's gone. All right, that'll do it for our three counts. I love breaking hearts. Tell us about F&B. <laughs> F&B Eatery on 3453 Southampton, part of our Southampton Mafia. This week, they uh, let out their, uh, bur- I'm sorry, black bean burger recipe on Facebook. I love black bean burgers. Okay, see, Me there too. you go. I, I didn't even realize that there I'm was a such thing. Too, man. There was a black bean burger. Alas, ladies and gentlemen, there is. I shared it on Facebook. You can follow them on Facebook. They're, they're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Like, we are like you are as well. So follow them on Facebook. Follow them on all the social media. Come see me. Come see my boy Mike at 3453 Southampton FD, F&B Eatery. Tell him JCB sent you. This is banned from ringside. Okay, so uh, you want to see Jason get mad at me some more? Yeah. Uh, Good Brothers fought Nakamura and Rusev earlier uh, on SmackDown. And see, I saw see. Jason. I saw Jason tweet that... <laughs> Hey, if both these guys need wins, both the guys, both the guys need wins. 
Uh, the good brothers don't need wins. They are enhancement talent. Dude, okay, seriously. That the, sucks, the, see, this, the, okay, the, then it here's sucks, the problem. But it's the truth. Okay, but then here's the problem. Then, then let's let's not act like they're important. Every time I look up, you throw. Who up, acts like they're important? They're in nobody sp- in WWE acts like they're important. They need. Okay, I guess this is the poor choice of words. This is what I was meant to say. It's the Samoa Joe problem because my. Um, image of Samoa Joe, what I want him to be is what is different than what Vince wants him to be. I want the Good Brothers to be a part of this tag team cornerstone with the Usos, New Day, The Bar, the Good Brothers. That should be your foundation of tag team wrestling. Clearly Vince doesn't give a shit about that, so now you put in usual Vince dumbass fashion, Rusev and Nakamura, the two guys that quote unquote have nothing else to do. See, I hate that bullshit. Everybody has something to do you just got to fucking figure it out yeah. you fucking writers that getting paid fucking six I just, figures I, I just, no, that's bullshit that's lazy ass shit i just wish they'd and now call you slap them, them together man, call, man, call them, i just want anderson call to go them off the on fall, his own and call them the, the access powers you know make it like world war one since vince likes to do stupid shit like that call them some shit like well, that gary was not in world war one oh, jesus <laughs> fucking christ here you go <laughs> just because you know everything in jeopardy that means you gotta show your ass over here you know what the fuck I'm talking about. They put these two jokers together like they did fucking Cesaro and uh, Seamus and hope for lightning in the box. Hell no. You know that shit ain't gonna work. I can answer that right now. Confucius say. I watch a dude that collects uh, action figures trash Zack Ryder like you wouldn't believe on Twitter about how he knows nothing about fucking action figures. You sound like the bad guy in True Detective 3. It was the funniest fucking shit I ever saw. (laughs) Uh, And what? True Detective 3. Well, so, the guy's probably famous. What do you think about EC3 going over Dean Ambrose clean? I'm into it. Honestly, look, and I don't know if I've made this super apparent, but I'm not a giant EC3 fan. I want to see him turn into something I can get behind, but I just can't do it, even when he was in Impact. But with Dean Ambrose, whether he, you know it's a worker or, or not, you know, leaving fuck it start start Kurt Angle and the shit out of these guys and let and, and getting guys over I agree I, I don't think Dean Ambrose would really have a problem with that either like uh, no. if, D, if Dean Ambrose is like hey He's I'm, go, I'm right going now. on the greener pastures I'm going to put these guys over. Right. So he well, put over, he, of course, he's going to put over Seth Rollins last week with the huge curb stomp, and he takes right. a curb stomp like he just got shot. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was the rock all over. And then he's going he's gonna to go out to EC3 clean, which is he, what he should be doing. They're going to try to turn EC3 into a giant star eventually. Yeah. I, I already see it. Okay. They're going to try to, but okay. I don't see it working. Megan, okay. I don't think so. No, he's a McMahon see, guy. That's they, why I say that. I don't think so. He's a McMahon I, I th- guy. I think they, before Jason already, gets too carried away <laughs> i think that ec3 what mcmahon sees when he sees ec3 he sees a guy with a, re- a really good body masters yeah chris he sees masters. chris masters so he's he's gonna it was better he's than gonna three he's gonna channel this guy into a one one yeah i said it one dimensional character where all he does is look, look good but really yeah. ec3 is better than that i, I agree it's the same I thing agree. he did with bobby Roode. he was like yep. oh bobby Roode's got a really cool song oh my so God. we'll just go glorious 
It's absurd that Bobby Roode has never been a heel on the main roster. It's a, absurd that at Bobby Roode is still in a tag team at this hey, point. Man, like I'm not saying no I'm against to no, Chad Gable, no, or the no. tag team itself. It would probably work later, but no, but Chad those guys Gable are so is good. great, no, and should, Bobby Roode should be a heel. Yeah, hey, no, man. absolutely, both of them are great, but they don't belong together. You hey, getting man. ready to yell about something, Jason? Uh, what did you just say that I was getting ready to disagree about? <laughs> uh, like, who knows? No, it's it, it had something. EC3 is EC3. Yeah, okay, come on. EC3 had TNA basically on his back for the better part of a year. I don't want to hear that nonsense. Impact. The problem with, to me, the problem with this angle is. Yeah, exactly. Look. I'm so and, so so. Okay. We're gonna dog Sting because no, he well, no. ca- carried WCW no. and that shit. Went I'm gonna down. dog Sting. I mean, I, get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna dog Sting. You I will dog Sting. Please, by all means, go ahead. Zach's I, not here, so I will dog Sting. <laughs> Sting's one of the top four of all time. There, there you go. Can go I say this though? You go, go ahead. Fuck go ahead. Off. No, no, no. Go <laughs> ahead. On, he, he's better than Kurt fucking Angle. How about that? Kurt Angle didn't Kurt Angle didn't have to carry the WWF. That's all a matter of preference. So you. Really don't think you really don't think that Sting is one of the top four of all time, do you? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> that's a joke, right? Can I, I can't no, tell if you're joking. I know. I'm bringing this. Let me let me bring it back a little bit, though. I will say that Dean Ambrose Guy dressed like the crow. Hey, that was awesome. <laughs> fucking dork. Look. Oh, he's a fucking dork. D- fuck well, no, he is a dork. But fuck Steve. He's a beach- I will say it right now. Fuck Steve. He's a, he's a beach crow. Um, <laughs> so, but the fact that Dean Die Ambrose your sleep. The fact that Dean Ambrose called out what EC3 actually stands for was one of my favorite that, things. Oh, dude, that Dean whole promo Ambrose. was amazing. Dean Ambrose was out ama- there. That was the best he's ever been in my opinion. Because he's promo. free. He don't I know, have to I know, give a I know, shit. I know. Okay, it's like the last two like, weeks so of school. We're, we're, we're EC two exactly. and one. The last two weeks of Dean Ambrose have been, been really good. Which is a shame. That sucks so well, bad. Yeah, I was thinking about that while I was the entire watching time. it. They, don't, they, don't, they, they want you to say what they want you to See say. See punk the shit out of everybody. Let them say what they want on their way out. Okay. Or uh, forever. <laughs> like, no, no matter what. No, that, that yeah. would never work. Oh, it should. Okay, so what did we think of Ronda Rousey's response to Becky Lynch's uh, uh, beat down of Stephanie, basically, uh, I, is what I'm asking. She needs to stop Ronda talking. Rousey met her in the backstage, and yeah. she gave her a bunch of lines that no prize fighter would ever say to anybody else, and then she said, Ice and Advil, bitch, which it took me... Literally, I had to listen to it three or four times. I had no idea what the fuck she said. Look, I had no idea what she said. And I was like, and then I played it for my wife. My wife goes, she said, Ice and Advil, bitch. And I was like, Ice and Advil? What is that? She needs. It sounds she, like something I would take some of right now. If she were Tomorrow to morning. stick around past WrestleMania, she needs a mouthpiece. She I, I, needs. I she, she's regressing. Now, see, okay. Now, and last week you were not a fan of her promos, hey, and I I'll feel tell like you what. Go soft I'll tell now. you what. If no, she wasn't, go if she her. wasn't regressing, then Triple H and Stephanie wouldn't be wouldn't have been the two people. I agree. Addressing her this week. Okay. I agree. Okay. Okay. It would have been Stephanie the first night, then Ron the second night, or Ron the yeah, first yeah, night, first then Triple H okay. the okay. second night. Yep. No, it's good. Uh, see, I ain't like you guys. Okay. See, when I'm on somebody, I stay on. <laughs> you ain't seen racist yet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. I'm a bad son. Um, 
I'm not going to sit up here and and say that Ronda Rousey's performance the week before when she melted down after the Royal yeah. Rumble was good. I will stick to that. That yeah. was bad. The one time that she was good was the one time it felt like it was organic. At the very end, when she said what she wanted to oh, say the and then end, slammed yeah. down the mic, that was the best part. Yeah. Why was it the best part? Because it was organic. You didn't have to True. feed her a line and say, you need to do A, B, C, and D. Two things with Ronda Rousey. The one part, and this is true story, she has a speech impediment problem. So That's it's true. going to be hard for her, or anyone for that matter, to be able to come out and... And be able to cut a promo in front of 10,000 people. Cody Rhodes. Whatever. You know, it's, it can't be that easy. So I'm going to give her somewhat a pass on that. I'm so now, sick of hearing this speech impediment no, shit. No, it's a Google. Because I've look, watched this chick. I've never seen I her watch, speak with a fe- speech impediment. In I, exactly. I've no, watched, you can see it. You can see it happening. Just, go, just give me two seconds. <laughs> the, the, the second part is, is that it goes back to the scripted promos. Get away from the scripted promos because a lot of guys can do, oh, be able to yeah. do a scripted promo and work off it. Some others can't Cannot. and can't. Can't do it. They're too robotic. You got to be able to figure out who can do what. Like Randy Orton. I'll say this about speech impediments, man. Like speech impediments. Like, like there's always been a special place in my heart for people that can't speak well. Like I remember defending kids when I was in high school for people that couldn't speak well. I wrote a novel about somebody who had speech impediment. I always like sympathize with people that have speech impediments. Rhonda Rousey has never. I've watched her interviewed 50 times she's never shown the speech impediment to me before and the only time anybody's ever brought up to me that she has a speech she impediment is when she, <laughs> when she cuts bad promos do you not think that that's when it kicks in the most i'm sure it does but we don't see it or hear it no my okay I yeah you it, did it's no, just it wasn't nah, like she it wasn't nah. like she was it's stuttering a, it's anxiety it was, no it's anxiety she got she she started feeling bad i want to see one of you two, i want to see one of you two jokers go in I'm doing it the right night now. after wrestlemania in new york motherfucker and, 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 and open up the fucking show I open up raw I have and don't stutter don't do shit make it all fucking perfect it took you seven times to get through the fucking eric bischoff fucking take <laughs> no, you ain't talking <laughs> <laughs> this is banned from ringside. Oh man! All right, we got some birthdays to get to. Right now. <laughs> Zach, you missed this one. No, oh, I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> Go big sh- big show is forty seven. I would have thought he would have been a lot older. That's it. He's forty seven. Classy Freddie Blassie. I think he's dead. Yeah, R.I.P. He's R.I.P. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, he's, he's R.I.P. A hundred and one. Stop. Uh, Jim Neidhart. R.I.P. Yes, R.I.P. R.I.P. God, he would have been sixty three today. Mm. Sensational Sherry. Uh, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, we used to call her Scary Sherry. Yeah, she was Scary Sherry. Oh, yeah. She would have been sixty one. Ishimori is a stud. He's thirty six. He's very live, baby. Ken Shamrock had an underrated WWE run. He absolutely did. I loved Ken Shamrock. Get the fuck out of here. I already did once. Underrated underrated WWE (laughs) run. He's 55. Uh, Akeem, the one-man gang. Oh, yeah. Alive? R.I.P. R.I.P. 
RIP. He would have been 59 today. And Tommy Dreamer is only 48. <laughs> God <laughs> damn, that's it? Fuck. He's like 112 in wrestling Tommy years. Hey, everybody. We know there's tons of podcasts to listen to, so we Tell appreciate the hell out of you listening to our podcast. Uh, for Soul Taco. Check. For JJ Twigs. Check. For Eric Bischoff and Conrad at 83 Weeks is Off-Broadway. Check. For a Becky Balboa. For Check. Two Beer Zach Bowen. For Andre Bushway. Andrew Bushway. Wally Pips in house. Check. For Murray the Murray Man Murray. Check. For Jason Cornelius Bell. I am Bill Vegan. Everybody boo the heels. Boo! Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.